I'm a bit thick, yeah? Um, <laughs> some of you know who know me. Uh, <laughs> cheers. Um, I spent absolutely years coming to church across the road at St. Matthew's. And for some bizarre reason, I just completely missed the point of being a Christian. Like, 100% missed it. So tonight, what I want to try and do is explain a little bit about the real, just the real, real basics about being a Christian. And I make absolutely no apology for people who have been a Christian for absolutely years because it's never bad to hear the basics again. Also, while I was across the road, and as I say, I'm a bit thick, um, the reading bit that we've just done, someone stands at the front, and they read from the Bible, and then they sit down, and then some other bloke comes up and starts talking about some stuff. And um, I never really understood the reading bit, to be honest. Um, it always seems to me like I'd missed the beginning of something that they were reading, and so I didn't know who the, who the people were, who they were talking about. And I didn't understand what they were talking about or who they were talking about or where the story was going or anything like that. And to top it off, the bloke who was standing up the front, although he talked for an absolute lifetime, <laughs> never explained it. What? Is that me? I don't, I don't get it. So this is what I'm going to do first of all. I'm going to take it right back to very, very basics and try and explain a little bit about it. So I'm going to go back to the Bible. Now the Bible... It's split up into two sections. You've got the first bit, which is called the Old Testament. And that's uh, just a story of a group of people called the Israelites. Um, and just their history, really. Um, and, they, and that's all before like Christ came around, before Jesus was about. But that all kind of pointed towards Jesus. You've got the second section, which is the New Testament. And all of that is after Jesus. So the first few books, you've got like a story of Jesus' life and the story of the new church, um, the early church. Then you've got a few letters to the early church written by a few people. Then at the very end, the last book, you've got some prophecy of the end of the world. This bit that we'll read from, 1 Peter, is one of those letters to the early church. So that's just to give you a little bit of like background on it so you know where I'm coming from. This little bit, that's not the whole letter, obviously. <sighs> really short letter. Um, that's just a really small section from one of those letters. So you know more or less where I'm coming from. So it's really dark. I can't see my notes at all. Where am I? Okay. So this letter, where it says he, he committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. That he, what they're talking about there is Jesus. Sorry, so what I'm going to do, we're going to have a little look at this, and I'm just going to try and explain what's going on in this little verse. And... Um, what it means. I'm going to try and just do a little bit of teaching around it. So this is why we've got it up on the screen. This is what I'm talking about now. Okay, and I'm going to try not to take a lifetime. Though, by the way, I'm going at the moment. <laughs> Who knows? Right, so where was I? Yeah, he. Where it says he, it means Jesus. So what you can look at that and go, Jesus committed no sin and no deceit was found in Jesus' mouth. So that explains who we're talking about. And as we look through those first like few few verses, few lines, what we're talking about, they're hurling insults at him, he's making no retaliation. That's basically talking about some sort of um, punishment, some sort of suffering that Jesus is going through. And as you look at it, you can read from it that there was no sin found in Jesus, no sin found in his mouth, um, no deceit found in his mouth. And this, like, uh, what do you want to call it? Do you want to call it um, punishment, this, this suffering that he's going through, was no retaliation. So he, whatever it was that he was going through, he went through it willingly. Okay, and that's quite an important point. It's like 100 degrees in here. It's mental. Um, 
<laughs> so, what I'm going to do, this next bit, where it goes from... Oh, I haven't put the verses on there. Um, I was going to go from like verse 24 there, but I don't know where it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> where does it go? Oh, I can't even see it. From there, you can read from that. You can read it on. Okay, <laughs> so we're having a look at that. What, what's it talking? What, what's it talking about? He himself, ah, got, he himself bore no sin. What, all of that from there onwards. What's that talking about? That's a little bit confusing. Now, the first point I want to make, and I've said it before. Last time I spoke um, a couple of months ago, all God wants, like big God, all He wants is a relationship with His people. And that is all he wants, okay? He just wants to look after us. He wants, like, us to be his, us, wait, how does this work? He wants him to be our God. So that's all he wants. He wants a relationship with his people. But the problem with this is that we have sin. This is our sin gets in the way of this relationship. Now, sin's a bit of a churchy word, and... Doesn't, what does it mean nowadays? What, what does sin mean? Most people think, hey, look at that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> right, so sin, when people talk about sin and when we think about sin, sin's just not, it's not just the really, really bad stuff. It's not stuff like murder or like adultery. Um, it is that stuff, but it's not just that stuff. Sin is every time we tell a lie or every single time we hurt somebody every single time we have those really bad thoughts about those people that we just we just know we shouldn't have essentially it's every single time we turn away from god every time we turn away from what he would wanted from us and how he wants us to live that's every single time now what does it say in there um we like sheep have gone astray sheep a little bit like me, they're a little bit thick, right? So when they go wandering off on their own, like they do sometimes, they they mess up and they get themselves in trouble and they get themselves hurt. That's what sheep do. It's just what they do. Now, when I'm looking back on my own life, I'll be honest, I am like that sheep that's gone astray. I've wandered off on my own and I've done my own thing and I've gone and I've got myself hurt and I've hurt other people. And... To be honest, when I look back on all of that, I know deep down in my heart that I do not deserve a relationship with God. That just doesn't work. I've got too much of this sin in my life. And to be honest, all of, when I look back on all of those bad things that I've done, I deserve to be punished for all of that. That's all it is. And the thing is, God knows this. God knows that I deserve to be punished for all of that. Because not only has he seen every single time when I've turned my back on him, he's not only seen every single time that I've hurt somebody, or every time that I've like, told a lie, it's he has known every single time when I've wanted to turn my back on him. And he's known every single time that I've wanted to hurt some people. Because that's what we do, we're human. That, you know, sometimes, even if, like, sometimes you don't want to, you don't want to, but then you're like, oh yeah, I do want because I, ah. Uh, and we just mess up. We can't help it. I know when I look back on my life, I deserve to be punished. God, when he looks back he, at my life and he sees what I've done, he knows that I deserve to be punished. But this is the mental thing, right? Because even though he knows that I deserve this punishment, he still wants a relationship with me. And I'm not quite sure why, 
to be honest, when I look at my life. I'm not sure why, but he does. So, but we've still got this problem that I keep sinning, and I have sin in my life. So what he's done is... So I'm going to have to consult my notes again. I really can't see these at all. Um, okay, what he'd done is he sent down Jesus, which is his son. So God's got his son. He sent him down to earth and to, to take that punishment for me, which is a bit weird. Um, let's have a look at verse 24. He himself bore no sin. Sorry, he himself bore our sin in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. So what Jesus has done is he's come to earth. This perfect, perfect, sinless man has come down to earth to, to take the punishment that I deserve so I can have a relationship with God, so I can have a fresh start. Now, um, I'm going to have a look at this, and it says, do, 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 do. He bore, he bore, sorry, he himself bore our sin. I'm going to reread that. He himself bore my sin in his body. That's my sin he's bearing on his body. He's taken that sin from me. So, also, he bore body on the tree. If you look back, if you're a bit of a geek, and you flick back to a really, really early book, early on in the Bible, this is... Uh, Old Testament stuff within the first few books. It is in the book of, if I can find it. This is really annoying not having any lights, I'm telling you. Can you have some lights on? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> okay, in the book of Deuteronomy, which is quite an early book, um, in chapter 21 verse 23 it says anyone who is hung on a tree is under God's curse that's what it says in there so which is a bit weird if you think about it because you've got Jesus this perfect man taking up my sin in his body he's hung on a tree under God's curse there's no reason for him to be under God's curse apart from he's taken my sin for me he's taken that punishment I deserve he's under God's curse because of me because of all the sins that I've got in my life. And so this is the thing. He's, he's taking it up every time. So it's crazy if you think about it. This sin that needs to be punished so I can have a relationship with God, he's taken up. What's it say? By his wounds I have been healed. And that's all it is at the end of the day. His wounds I am being healed. Now, because of this, because that Jesus has come to earth, and because he's taken that punishment for me, so I can have a relationship with God. That's what it is at the end of the day. Verse 25, I can come back, the shepherd and the overseer of our souls. I can return to the shepherd and overseer of my souls. That's God. Because Jesus took that punishment for me, means that I can have a relationship with God. And this relationship, it's not the sort of relationship that you have with your mum. It's not the sort of relationship you have like with your mates or whatever. It's so close. It's like God's actual presence living in me. That's how close he wants this relationship. And, this, and that's the amazing thing that Jesus has done. 
He's paid the price so I can have the relationship with God. He's paid the price so you guys can have that relationship with God. And this is the amazing thing, right? It's free. It's absolutely 100% free. There's no amount of good deeds that can make up for all the sin that we've done. Simple fact. You can't do good things. You can't smile nicely at people. You, it just... It won't make up for all the bad stuff is done. The bad stuff is done. It's got to be punished. Jesus has taken that punishment. All we have to do is accept it into our lives. It's simple as that. You just have to go to God, say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the bad stuff I've done in my life. And just believe that Jesus is taking that punishment for you. That's all you have to do. Um, hopefully, I've explained that verse a little bit more. Um, I've rabbited on for a little while. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but I think I've covered the main points. Jesus, completely sinless. Um, me, full of sin. God wanting a relationship with me. Can't have that because I'm full of sin. Jesus comes along, takes the punishment for all that sin so I can have a relationship with God. I mean, that's more or less what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Taken forever. Um, let's pray for a second, shall we? Let's pray.